Today's episode of the Life is Bruff podcast is made in honor of Clarissa Conley. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Life is Bruff podcast. Thank you so much for listening again. Uh, it's awesome to be with you, and I hope you're having a wonder week, wonderful week so far. Yeah, words. And I hope the rest of the week is even better. I mean, tomorrow's Friday. Probably by the time you listen to this, it'll be Friday. But uh, I really wanted to stick to my schedule of releasing podcasts on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So um, I'm really happy to be recording this podcast. I've actually recorded this podcast uh, a couple times. I think I think three times because. I want to make sure that I do um, this podcast justice. Um, I mean, I always pride myself on doing my best when it comes to podcasts and what I have to say to you guys and being authentic and genuine. And I mean, I do I do write all my podcasts ahead of time, but my podcasts almost never go as planned the first time I sit down to, to write them. And so uh, today is no different. Uh, at all, actually, I I had an original plan, and um, it was one of those days where I I had a plan, but I didn't feel very good, um, set in stone with the plan that I had, and so I was praying to know what to share with you guys, and um, the answer to my prayer came in the form of an Instagram message from my dear friend. Um, Clarissa Conley um, and and this answer didn't come at all how I had planned nor did it happen at all in the way that I really wanted it to which which sounds kind of funny but let me explain so to give you some background Clarissa is one of the people that I had the privilege to teach um, when I was on my mission in the California Modesto mission She made the decision to follow the example of Jesus Christ and was baptized while I was serving in her area. And uh, I got to be there as part of that and was able to participate in um, her her teaching and I won't say her conversion process because that that happens long after we leave as missionaries. But um, but I was there to kind of help her get the ball rolling. Um, and from day one, she's been an inspiration to me. Um, she was always really quick with what we talked about. She understood things really well. She was kind, she was smart, she's funny. Um, and she's incredibly spiritual. Just every time that I was around her, I just felt this special spirit because that's just who she was. Um, she became even more of an inspiration to me after I left uh, the area, her ward. And uh, I'd been moved around. I went from that area to two other areas. And then I finally heard from her in the last area that I served in on my mission, which was the, the Oakdale Third Ward. Or Oakdale was my last area. Oakdale Third wasn't my last ward that I served in. But long story short, I got a letter from her when I was in that ward. And she told me that shortly after her baptism, she was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, she then talked about how grateful she was for 
having discovered the gospel of Jesus Christ before she was diagnosed and how it was no coincidence that my companion and I came into her life when we did. And it still amazes me beyond words. Um, And I'm just so grateful for her. And I'm grateful for her example of faith and resilience in the face of something so scary. But fast forward to the present, she's always been someone that I've looked looked up to. I apologize. She's someone that I've always looked up to and have followed through her fight against cancer. And uh, today, it wasn't Clarissa that I heard from in her Instagram message. Um, It was her mom. Her mom reached out to me and told me that Clarissa had passed away in September just a few months ago. And... I mean, I knew she was sick. It, it didn't, I mean, it, it came as a surprise, but it didn't at the same time because I know that she was sick. And um, this is pretty hard for me to talk about, let alone think about for too long. So uh, bear with me. Uh, I probably, I'm, I probably won't cry. So that's good. <laughs> but um, I know that she's in a better place and everything and that she's free from her limited mortal body and can now work hand in hand with heavenly father and jesus christ and many others to strengthen us um and to be bearers of light for her family and for her friends and and others who were really touched by her spirit in times of darkness um like i said earlier today my today i was originally going to talk about how life isn't always so rough and that's that is true Um, sometimes life can be wonderful and pleasant and at other times it can feel like we're on rough ocean waters, which are deep and tumultuous and overwhelming. And we wonder if we can ever make it out alive. Earlier this week though, I read a talk given in the most recent general conference, um, just a few months ago called consistent and resilient trust by elder L Todd budge. Um, And this talk was recommended to me by my mother-in-law, and I'd like to share part of that talk with you. Uh, Elder Budge talks about the account of the Jaredites in the Book of Ether of the Book of Mormon, and he says the following, quote, The account of the Jaredites' journey to the Promised Land can be used as a metaphor for our journey through mortality. The Lord promised the the brother of Jared and his people that he would go before them into a land which was choice above the land's all the lands of the earth. He commanded them to build barges and they obediently went to work building them according to the Lord's instruction. However, as the work progressed, the brother of Jared developed concerns that the Lord's design for the barges was not sufficient. He cried out, O Lord, I have performed the work which thou hast commanded me, and I have made the barges according as thou hast directed me. And behold, O Lord, in them there is no light. O Lord, wilt thou suffer that we cross this great water in darkness? Have you ever poured out your soul to God in such a way? When striving to live as the Lord commands and righteous expectations are not met, have you ever wondered if you must go through this life in darkness? I know that Clarissa was very strong And like I said, she's always been a huge inspiration to me of pressing forward in the face of adversity and pain and discomfort. But I'm sure that she probably had this question once in a while. You know, wilt thou suffer 
that I go through this terrible thing in darkness. You know, where, where's the pavilion? Like, show yourself. Um, Elder Budge goes on, the brother of Jared then expressed an even greater concern about their ability to survive in the barges. He cried, and also we shall perish, for in them we cannot breathe, save it is the air which is in them. Have the difficulties of life ever made it hard for you to breathe and caused you to wonder how you can make it through the day, let alone make it back to your heavenly home? Again, this is one of those things that like, when you're going through such a terrible thing, I mean, cancer is, is among the worst I can imagine people go through, but there's, there's poverty, there's starvation, there's, I mean, in, in a more, in a sense that maybe more people can relate with, there's losing a loved one, you know, far too soon in life. There's addiction, there's all kinds of, I don't, I don't need to name all the things that, that go wrong in life, but other budge continues and, and provides us with, with some hope and provides us with the words of the Lord that, that gave the brother of Jared comfort. He says, after the Lord worked with the brother of Jared to resolve each of his concerns, he then explained, you cannot cross this great deep, save I prepare a way for you against the waves of the sea and the winds which have gone forth and the floods which shall come. The Lord made it clear that ultimately the Jaredites could not make it to the promised land without him. They were not in control and the only way they could make it across the great deep was to put their trust in him." End quote. I would just like to add my testimony to that that we can make it through difficult times of our lives because of the infinite atonement of our Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, it's, I mean, that's pretty easy to say from where I sit. Um, but I, I remember a time when I struggled like this and I wondered if I could make it a day, a week, a month, or even see that far into the future. And a lot of things in life became a matter of if rather than when and um, I, I'm firm in that testimony that the Savior is there for us in difficult times as well as in good times and the whole way there, he's either got his hand in ours or he's got his arm around us and he is just bringing us close to him. Like the words of a Psalm that I read in, in the Old Testament, Psalm 147, it says, quote, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He is there for us. And even in times when we don't understand and we feel lost and afraid, we can remember the words of my favorite scripture, which I try to include in every podcast, which is in the book of Joshua in the Old Testament, which says, Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. If you're sailing on stormy seas right now, whether it's because of something that's going on in your own life or in the life of someone that you truly care about, keep your head up high and set your course on the light and the life of the world, even Jesus Christ. I testify that he is the lighthouse that will bring us to calmer waters and one day will safely lead us to shore. 
I have a testimony that these things are true and I'm so grateful that I have a platform to share these things with you. Thank you so much once again for listening. I love you all and until next time, remember to be strong and of good courage.